The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Welcome to Nebraska Preps Post Game with your hosts, Mike Sauter and Jacob Padilla. We're back for another episode of Nebraska Preps Post Game. Mike Sauter, Jacob Padilla here. Um, we are going to look ahead a little bit today rather than look back at what happened. We're going to look back a little bit, but we're going to look ahead to the girls basketball um, state tournament and then kind of talk about some upsets that happened mm-hmm. on the boys side because, you know, there's still games being played. We're recording this on Monday and uh, there's, you know, yeah. district finals tonight and and Tuesday and whatnot. So we're going to look yeah. ahead to the girls side. Yeah, we had, we had a, a one to two upsets in each of the classes, basically to set the girls field. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll, we'll dive into some of those matchups in a minute, but um, you were at one of those upsets mm-hmm. in class. A. there were, there were two upsets uh, in the class, a district finals. Uh, both the teams that you saw did make the field uh, because of the wild card. Uh, you were at uh, Miller North for that game against Omaha central. Yeah. Central um, really just defended really well. I, I, <laughs> Man, their pre- their ball pressure was tremendous. Um, got Miller North kind of out of sorts a little bit. Miller North didn't shoot it very well. Central shot it actually really well. Lillian Peterson was had a couple huge threes, three of them I think, and and uh, two in the third quarter that were pretty big uh, that really kind of stretched out the lead. And then Miller North got in a little foul trouble late in the third and kind of got lost a little bit uh, when that happened. So. Yeah, um, props to Central, man. They they that's a tough district to come through, and and they did it. Uh, now they're the eight seed, um, but I, you know, I mean, they're long and athletic See, enough to hang with basically anybody. That's I mean, you said that all year. That's, I, I mean, going into the year, it's a tough upset, uh, eight seed when you've got a player like Ania Jones leading the way. Yeah. She had eighteen points, six boards, five assists uh, in, in the district final. You mentioned Liliana Peterson had 16 and then they got 14 points from uh, Justine Chachua mm-hmm. as well. So like, that's big, like getting that front court she production three. to go with Ania. Mm-hmm. Um, that really was kind of the difference there. Uh, Avril Smith had a great game for Miller North, 16 points, 11 rebounds, six blocks. She's but you mentioned player. foul trouble and mm-hmm. um, Central was able to, to get it done. And then the other upset in A was Lincoln Southeast knocking out Lincoln Pius the 10th, 51-44. It's an upset as far as seeding. Yes. But they, they beat them earlier. Yeah. yeah, they beat them earlier yeah. in the year. So. But to, to go to their place in a do or die game, right. um, that's pretty impressive from Southeast. Winning at Pius. 12 to 3, Pius. fourth quarter. So, like, that's yeah. that's how they won it. They, they held Pius to three points in the fourth quarter. Um, so, good job from, from uh, Southeast qualifying for state there as well. You mentioned uh, Central got the wild card. So, um, everywhere else, seating's held. I was at Papio South, Lincoln Northeast. That one was kind of a wild game. 
Um, but in the end, Papio South pulled it out. Addison Medic, freshman, mm. she's going to be good. Uh, she had, I think, 17 rebounds in that game at eight points in the fourth quarter uh, after Lincoln Northeast had kind of rallied and got got back into the game, cut it down to one. Um, yeah, that but, last name is familiar to yeah. Papio South people. P- pretty good athletic family yeah. there for, <laughs> for that community. Um, but yeah, so she's one to watch uh, moving forward. But th- that was it in Class A. So every, all the seedings held. Uh, in Class B, the only upset was in, in the district finals. So it's eight, the eight seed over the nine seed, mm-hmm. uh, or the nine seed over the eight seed, rather. Sasu City at Seward. So mm-hmm. not, not a huge upset there everywhere else, basically. Class B is kind of what we expected it to be. All the, all the top teams qualified. They had uh, three members of the EMC yeah. plus a future member of the EMC qualified, uh, basically taking up half the uh, the spots in the field there. Um, but we'll, we'll touch on that momentarily. The only upset in C1 was North Bend Central over Gothenburg, 60-55. And, I mean, long, long as North Bend still got an, an Emmanuel, uh, you figure that they're going to have a chance to be in there in the mix uh, come March. And that, that, that was the case here. Yeah, I mean, that's very true. <laughs> uh, C2, we had a couple upsets. Uh, Naya Brera of Vertigre, uh, the 13 seed, knocked out the 4 seed, Bayard, uh, 51-39, behind 24 points from Jocelyn Miller. And then Clarkson Lee, uh, the 10 seed, beat Hastings St. Cecilia, 39-32. And Chloe Hanel at 30 points, 15 rebounds, 5 steals, 2 blocks, 1 assist, shot well from the field, from the line, just a fantastic da- game to lead her team to state. And she's had a fantastic career for uh, them. Also on that North Bend thing, you said an Emmanuel, very true, but Aaron Sturb has been through some f- wars and fires and knows how to coach. He's a really good coach, him and his staff. So they, you know, in that moment, you, you probably bet on the guy that's been there before. Yep. So yeah. the, the, they'll make it uh, in those C2 upsets. The, those two teams qualified D1, uh, just one upset. Bancroft Rosalie, the 13 seed, yeah. took out Johnson Brock, uh, the four seed, at 65 uh, 63. Sam Redick at 22 points, seven rebounds, six assists uh, to overcome 32 points, 10 rebounds, four steals, three blocks, <laughs> and three assists from Taryn Odeman. That, that hurts to have that mm-hmm. kind of game and, and to fall short. That game had 48 total turnovers. So uh, kind of a wild one there. And then finally in D2, uh, we had two upsets. Uh, the 11 seed Paxton knocked out six seed Layton 77-59. LFODI had 22 points, five rebounds. Jason Jorgensen had 19 points, 15 rebounds, and three steals. And Zaley Benish had 31 points, five steals, three assists for uh, for Layton there. Um, and, and then the 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 nine seed Humphrey St. Francis kind of on their last ride as the Flyers there, knock off Shelton 41-35 to qualify for state. So kind of a cool story there with kind of what's going on with the schools out there. Yeah, um, and Humphrey boys got a shot too. Yep. So so th- those are that's kind of the uh, the key results. Outside of that, all the 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 top seeds held. So we have our uh, tournament bracket set. Mm-hmm. And you want to start off w- with Class A? Um, yeah, I think. I mean. Millard West is the favorite, obviously. They're the one seed they've been. But, and again, they get Central as the eight seed yeah. in that first round. And that, that, that game got canceled during the regular season, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. didn't make it up. So this will be the first time they meet um, because Central fell in the semifinals of the Metro, correct? Correct. So yes. um, that would have been the only other chance. So first meeting between these two, I think people at this point know uh, from Millard West, you've got uh, the Gesser Twins, mm-hmm. Neely's just fantastic season. 19 points, six boards, two and a half assists a game. 
but Kylie Pavin, sophomore. Yeah, I was uh, gonna say they got more than yeah. her too. Kylie's averaging eleven Hansen's points, another. seven boards. Uh, and then Callie out and Taylor Hansen are experienced seniors there to round out that starting five. So it's a tough team. Mm-hmm. Um, they going into the favorite, they're 24 and one. Uh, their only loss came to the best team in Iowa. So uh, they have yet to lose to a team within these borders. Um, but Central 19 and six, been there before. Again, Nia Jones averaging 18 and a half, six boards, four assists a game. Uh, she's a fantastic talent who's had a phenomenal career. And you know, she's going to go down fighting. She's a great leader, by the way. Like I saw that. That's something that stuck out to me watching them in that Miller North game. I mean, Lillian Peterson fouled out and it was a close game with, you know, three minutes left or something. And she went over to her and Peterson was on the bench and upset. Clearly she went over to her and said, we're winning this game. And they did like, she's like, she basically was saying, we got you. And I'm like, that's, you know, it's pretty cool to see. I was kind of sitting right to the end of their bench or whatever. And I noticed that and that just stuck out in my brain. And Nia going to Bradley commit, yeah. correct? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. So her her last ride, uh, last potential games here uh, as a high school player in Nebraska has had a phenomenal career. It's good so. to see her go out and make him yeah. Especially after stay. losing um, last year, yeah. And kind of the group that she came up with that she was playing right. with some older players. And um, now it's kind mm-hmm. of clearly her team uh, and has been. So, um, yep, one last ride for her. Uh, the four five is Miller North, who uh, fell, but still get the four seed there uh, against um, Lincoln North Star. And the thing about Miller North is they don't have a single player averaging over eight and a half points They're a game. So, well, they play. It's just, yeah, they just really spread the ball around. Um, they play everybody like, shoot <laughs> to all twelve. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They, they play a ton. So in terms of individually, there's nobody that really like stands out. Like Sarah Harley is leading the way at eight and a half points a game. Avril Smith's um, the best player, most important, most well rounded. Yeah. yeah. Again, like the, she had that monster game, gave them a chance uh, against Central in the district final. Um, just long, active, defensively. So stay out of foul trouble. That's yeah. going to be the key for her. Um, just and, the, in the like the couple of them on Friday were just like no need. You don't need to do that. Yeah. Right. To so. reach in stuff, you know. On the other side, North Star at 19 and 5. Um, sophomore Annie Liu is leading the way for them. Mm-hmm. 14 and a half a game, eight boards, four steals, three assists. Um, really good player there uh, as a young one. And then junior Sarah Gatwich, 13 and a half points, six boards, two and a half steals there uh, for the Navigators who they, they've been in some uh, some close games and finished made, them well. Yeah, they made it last like, year. Too. Yeah, exactly. Like they've got... Um, They've got some experience there, and again, they, they know how to win close games, how to finish games out in the fourth quarter, so that should serve them well there. So that's the top half of the bracket. The other half, uh, two-seed Lincoln Southwest with eight straight state tournament uh, uh, tournaments for the, the Silver Hawks, I believe, with uh, Kennedy Williams leading the way. Uh, 16.5 points a game, four rebounds, four steals, uh, three assists a game. Uh, had 26 in the district final to, to lead them back to state. Um, so... She also has had a phenomenal multi-sport career there th- mm-hmm. throughout the years at, uh, at Southwest and uh, has led the, her team back to state, 21-3 uh, and three record as a two-seed. And then Southeast, seven-seed um, with an 18-6 record. Nylock Dak, 12 points, 9.5 a game. She can step out and shoot a little bit, um, rebounds really well. Uh, and then Catrice Olds, another senior, 10 points, 5.5 a game. So... Southeast, Southwest, we got an all uh, Lincoln uh, yeah. quarterfinal right there. Yeah, and I mean, I think I'm pretty sure Southeast beat them. Right? I, I, you might earlier be. in the year, I think so. 
I might be right. I, I might be wrong yeah. too. But who but, knows? But we yeah. know they played. Um, yeah. So the, the rematch I think there. Southeast did beat them at Southeast, if I remember. Yeah. And Southwest only has three losses. So mm-hmm. um, that's, they haven't done much losing there. Uh, and then, so the final matchup in A is Bellevue West at the three seed against Papio South as a six seed. Um, we know Bell West with the, the seniors, Naomi White uh, going to she Green Canyon. A huge game. Uh, against Bellevue East. <laughs> yeah, she's certainly capable of that, and she's done it throughout uh, her career there with the Thunderbirds. 18 and a half a game, seven boards, three assists. Kenzie Melcher heading Northwest mm-hmm. Missouri State, about 12 a game, four boards, three assists, capable of hitting some big shots. Uh, and then Annika okay. Russell-Brown, 11 points, four boards, three assists there. So that that really is kind of the, the trio that handles most of their scoring. You've got Danny Coyer as a post inside uh, as an option as well. And then for Papio South, I mentioned Medic. Um, Ten and a half a game, eight boards. Um, Ella Morehouse is capable of getting hot and hitting some shots from the perimeter as well. Um, so that, that that that'll be a tough matchup there. The, the Papio South seventeen and seven. Um, so that's kind of the field uh, in mm-hmm. a. Uh, I think you, you can again Millard West kind of the prohibitive favorite just because again nobody's been able to beat them from Nebraska. But we've got some talented players on these other teams that uh, if Millard West is going to win, they're going to have to go out and earn it for sure. Did you know it's pro time, Omaha? The Omaha Supernovas have taken the court in Omaha. 11,000 people, over 11,000 tickets sold in the first two game home, home matches uh, for the Super, Supernovas. The Supernovas roster includes NCAA national champions, All-Americans, and Olympians, you should join the volleyball movement sweeping across the country and see your major league volleyball team, the Omaha Supernovas. You can secure your season and single match tickets now at supernovas.com. You could you could also see, a, I mean, you could see Southwest coming out of the bottom side. They're the two C, but still like that was very i mean again you got a player like kennedy williams yeah, obviously gonna go play difference. for her mom yeah uh, nebraska you got Ania as central yeah um again you've got some some really talented individual players that can put teams on that we know how talented bellevue west is and, and what um naomi white is capable of so i feel like it is kind of wide open a little bit like i just do and, and miller west the most talented team i no question but i i do it wouldn't surprise me if like a southwest won it I, I mean, it, it wouldn't surprise me at all. If Bell West, Bellevue West made a run at it, like, mm-hmm. just wouldn't surprise me. I, I don't know. Again, th- those teams are capable of, ha- as good as Neely is, they're capable of having the best player on the floor. Correct. Uh, yeah. In any given game. Mm-hmm. Um, so that really goes a long way to give, giving yourself a chance to, to win at this stage. It also is something like Kennedy Williams been there. Yes. In, in big moments and big games and at the state tournament yeah. and all of those things and not really anyone else has <laughs> so that that matters yep um moving b real yeah quick. moving head to b yeah. uh i mean it's scott elkhorn north yep that's that, that's what it looks like scott scott's a one seed 25 and one uh with that only loss to elkhorn north uh and geez man their their trio of guards molly ladwick fantastic scene uh season as a junior 17 points five boards three assists two and a half steals we know Peyton McCabe, the great commit, uh, can catch fire at any point. 13 points, four boards, two assists. And then they Mia play, McMahon. They yeah. play so fast. They play so fast. And again, they've got so many players that can attack yes. you with. Just outlet to anybody and they can push and make I'm a play. I'm telling you, like, they're pressing. They're, they want to play 
fast. Kim Kazner is kind of a key for them too because she glue, plays really player. hard. Yeah, yeah, plays really hard. Um, kind of like their post player ish because they don't really have Ad- Addison Birth. Both are yeah. kind of that that right. do do a little bit of everything while the other three um, kind of handle the majority of the right. scoring there. So it, it's it's a well rounded team that they fit really well together and they're going to be a tough out. They got. Uh, South Sioux City uh, in the first round. Brooklyn Heinemann's averaging 17 points, eight boards, four assists, three and a half steals. Bailey Durant's averaging 13 points, four boards. So those are the key players for uh, South Sioux City there. But yes, that's, that's going to be a tough one. And then Gretna East, yeah. first year qualifying for state, just like they did in volleyball. So pretty good uh, influx of girls' talent there yeah. to, to start off uh, wait, that wait, school. Wait till soccer season because <laughs> <laughs> it's coming on that one. <laughs> Let me tell you. Carly Williams is leading the way, 13 and a half points a game, six boards, three steals. Um, and they'll get Waverly as a five seed. So yeah. four or five there, Gretton East and Waverly. Um, again, that'll be a conference matchup next year. Mm-hmm. Um, Waverly's got three players averaging double figures, kind of doing the majority of their scoring. Parker Christensen, 12 and a half a game. Aniston Harms, 12 a game. And Peyton Tritz, 11 and a half a game. Um, so those are kind of the three leading the way for them, uh, players to watch. On the other half of the bracket, you mentioned Elkhorn North, and we know the players to watch yeah. for Elkhorn North. They're 22 and one, only lost to Waverly. Right. Like, that was, uh, was kind a of major a surprising Friday yeah. night in Waverly. Yep, going down there. Um, but Elkhorn North, 22 and one. Britt Prince, 27 a game, 10 boards, six assists, three steals. Uh, and then McKenna Murphy uh, going to Colorado State. Obviously, mm-hmm. Britt's going to Nebraska. Uh, McKenna, just under 20 a game, five and a half boards, two and a half assists. So, uh, yeah, you won't find a better one-two punch really mm-hmm. anywhere. You, you look up the Class A, like the, mm-hmm. um, and clearly Elkhorn North has established that by beating Class a, the, some of the best teams in Class A this year. Um, so yeah, they're, they're I mean they're going for four st- straight, and um, with a player like Brett, uh, I don't know that they would be wise to to bet against them there. Uh, and, and then uh, they will face the seven seed of Scotts Bluff, who qualified again mm-hmm. uh, coming out of the the Panhandle Close there. Close one against Elkhorn out there. Yep. 16 to 9, their record. Paige Horn, senior leading the way, about 16 points, six boards a game. And sophomore Ava Reed, uh, double digit score as well. Love not a, not a lot game. of depth for Scott's Bluff. So that'll yeah. be key. You rely on those two for sure. And then the final matchup is the three seed Norris, uh, led by Grace Kohler. Uh, again, Norris is kind of like uh, Miller North in that n- n- don't have one dominant player. It's just really spread around a lot of different mm-hmm. players. Uh, nobody averaging double figures. And then. <laughs> Whereas they're taking on Beatrice, uh, the sixth seed, who um, led by a freshman, Elijah Stabler, 17 points, four boards, three and a half assists a game as a freshman. So uh, she'll certainly be a player to watch there. And then Addison Hatcliffe, senior, almost 15 a game uh, as well. So that's hey, the uh, the field and B, like hey, you said. Nor- looking... Norris and Beatrice know each other pretty well. <laughs> that's like. There's yeah. a pretty big rivalry there too. And they've also played twice a this lot year. Of history, yeah, yeah, they yeah. played twice this year and uh Norris has won both. Um close one, fifty seven, fifty two in early February and then in late February, like a week ago. <laughs> um they uh, Norris won sixty two forty five. Yep. So that that is the the B field. Again, we feel pretty good about uh, Scott Elkhorn North yeah. uh, kind of collision course there. Um, they've It'd got be, the most talent. They, it would be surprising if it's not. Yeah. But uh, hey, they go out. Got, they have to go out and earn it. There's some other uh, the other teams have good players as well. So C one the the one seed is Lincoln Christian. Um, they are 22 and two. Uh, two seed Sydney 24 and one. So this is the teams at the top. 
uh, Bridgeport as a four seed entered yes. undefeated 25 and 0. Um, so th- that's kind of some of the, the teams, are, some players to watch in C1, uh, Lincoln Christian Jr., Kennedy Ailes, 18 and a half points, 10 rebounds a game. Um, North you're Lincoln Christian, you're like, oh, hey, we are the number one seed, but then we get North Bend. North Bend, yeah. One. Yeah. Again, been there, been there, there, yeah, and right. obviously they 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 lost some talent right, that led them away, yes. but again they still. But at it, the same time, it's like still have coach, still have yeah. Lin- <laughs> yeah. Lindsay Emanuel Jr. Now it's her team uh, had after a, coming up with their would sisters. Have, would have rather have a different draw. Yeah, yeah. Manuel's averaging sixteen points, eight boards a game there. Um, and then another player to watch would be Broken Bow Senior McKinley Toby, uh, averaging eighteen points uh, a, a game there. Um, so second among the uh, the C one field. Uh, C2, the uh, the top seed is UTAN at 21 and 2. Um, two seed is Crofton at 25 and 0. Um, so those are the uh, the two under or those are the top two teams, including uh, an undefeated squad there. Some players to watch. I mentioned uh, Joslyn Miller for Niobrara Vertigre, uh senior, averaging 26 a game, six and a half boards, and six steals. Uh, I mentioned Chloe Hanel, um, 20 points for Clarkson Lee. Six rebounds, uh, five steals, three and a half assists a game. And then uh, Elmwood Murdoch, senior, Tatum Backmeyers, averaging 17 and a half points, three rebounds, three steals. Uh, so those are a few names to keep an eye on in C1 and uh, C2. In D1, the uh, top seed is Pender. Mm-hmm. We know we, they've yeah, been there before with the Dolliver sisters leading the way there. Um, it's a well rounded team as well, 25 and one. Dad coaching. Uh, yeah. Again, we see, we saw them in state last year. A really good team. Really good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, West Point GACC is the the two seed at twenty one and two. Um, so some of the players to to watch uh, there. Um, uh, McKenna Yates, uh, McCool Junction senior, there averaging twenty a game, four boards, three steals, three assists, and then Southern Valley uh, senior uh, Ann Bowes averaging eighteen and a half points, seven boards, five steals, and four assists a game. Uh, and then finally, uh, the uh, the D2 field, uh, Overton is the one seed at 25 and one. Fall City Sacred Heart is two seed at 20 and four. Again, that's a program that plenty of experience uh, down the state tournament. Um, and s- some players to watch there are uh, Sandhills Thedford, senior Dale Hockey, 16.8 uh, points a game, 10 rebounds, averaging double double there. And then for Sacred Heart, uh, junior Gentry Lechtenberg. 16 points, eight and a half boards, two and a half assists, two and a half steals. Um, so kind of stuff in the stat sheet there. So that's a, that's a look at the, uh, the class B field. Uh, you and I will kind of be spending uh, most of the week down there uh, covering it as much as we can. We, we've got a couple of responsibilities we might yeah. have to be in and out Split for, stuff, but uh, yeah. yeah, we'll, the, the Herd at sports team will have complete we'll have coverage. It yes. Fully covered. <laughs> yes. Very much so. The plan uh, is to have it fully covered. Yeah. So stay, stay, stay tuned to our social feeds, uh, NEB preps, heard at sports. Um, we'll, we'll have people there throughout the week. We'll get some interviews. Mike and I will be tweeting out updates. Um, I'll do a little bit of writing there on, for mm-hmm. NEB preps page on heard at sports.com. So we'll have complete coverage of the girls state tournament. Uh, and then we'll do the same for the boys next week, which mm-hmm. once we get that field set, uh, again, we're recording here on Monday. So there's still plenty of games to be decided, uh, tonight. And then on Tuesday, but uh, there were some already some upsets uh, in the sub district and district rounds that were pretty noteworthy. Yeah, uh, but, for the boys. But did you know that using a seatbelt saves lives and prevents injuries only if it's properly worn? Make it click. This message from the NDOT Highway Safety Office. All right.
I, I, I yep, my seatbelt's buckled. I, I stopped at the stop sign. Make it click. Yep. Mm-hmm. Ready to move on here uh, <laughs> yeah. to wrap, wrap it up. Uh, yeah, so district upsets. C1, the 13 seed Malcolm over the four seed Sydney, 56 yeah, 45. That was a big one. And Malcolm, obviously, last year um, with Hayden. Um, uh, Hayden, Hayden Frank, Frank there kind of leading the way, just kind of the one of the Pretty best sure players in the state. On team, yeah. Carson, yep. Yeah. Um, but it was senior Maddox Meyer that led the way with 22 points and that that upset there. So knocking out the four seed Sydney, mm. who has had a phenomenal season, had some really good wins. Uh, so that's a big win for Malcolm. Again, kind of a new look Malcolm team losing Frank, who was kind of their do everything guy last year. They're much more balanced. They had different players stepping up uh, in different games this year. So different look team, but uh, they uh, punched their ticket there. And then C2. Uh, Bridgeport uh, knocked off mm-hmm. Freeman, the 10 seed, over the 7, uh, 42-23. Mm-hmm. They held them to 23 That's... points. And they were led by a pair of freshmen. Uh, Landon Dean scored 11 points, and Hayes Watt scored 10 points. So um, Bridgeport's there, tough team. They, they, they've got um, uh, sophomore Gage 9 is a good player. Senior Colby Lacetto has put up some numbers. So they got they got a lot of pieces there for that Bridgeport team. Uh, it's a good win for them. And then in D1, uh, Riverside, the 13th seed, knocked off McCool Junction, 61-53, who was a four seed. Uh, Jack Moult led the way with 20 points there for Riverside. Um, so those, we got some. That's a pretty big upset. Good teams, yeah, good one. teams uh, falling short. Hey, Coach Starkle, we see you, Bridgeport. We see you. We see you paying attention. Just saying. Uh, somebody we won't see in the state tournament field is Osceola, the two, yeah. the, the number two team in our coaches poll in D2 fell in the sub-district final, um, uh, 56-55 to Humphrey St. Francis. So you mentioned mm-hmm. the boys having a chance there for, uh, to go out, uh, on a high note as well. Um, another so, coach that's won like a ton of state championships, yep. uh, plural, like boys, football and, you know, so. basketball. 37 and 14 wasn't enough for Kale Gustafson. Uh, so he finishes his career with 2,037 points and 1,227 rebounds in 106 career games. Uh, fantastic get more performance help, for man. him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so w- w- we won't, won't be seeing him at state, but um, we will see plenty of other good players and yeah. that will all be decided Monday and Tuesday. Uh, we will be back next week again to recap um, the, the girls state tournament. And look ahead to the boys, which uh, we'll cover the same way as the girls. Uh, so stay locked into all of our social feeds, our website, uh, to, to Mike and myself on Twitter, uh, because we will have you covered for the state tournaments in the next two weeks.